1: This is your host, Camille, and we have a great, great, great guest coming on in just a few moments. The title of our show today is War Stories with William Yeski." I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, William. <laughs> I'll ask you when you come on. William is a combat veteran who served 11 years in the United States Army. He is a serial entrepreneur who brings significant expertise in marketing, IT, and project management. He currently runs and operates a marketing company. No Limits Marketing Group or NLMG, founded to help small business survive the businesses excuse me, survive the COVID nineteen pandemic. It uses a combination of modern marketing techniques coupled with a non-lethal targeting framework learned within the military to provide clients with winning strategies. Will was also a founding board member of a veteran nonprofit, Rally for the Troops, now part of Racing for Heroes, and has worked on other veteran-based projects. He's currently attending Columbia Business School while running current business projects creating new possibilities for future endeavors and parenting his two children with his wife, who is also a United States military veteran. Okay, so let's get on <clears throat> excuse me, with the interview. Okay. uh, One moment. I always have to get... Um, make sure I'm in the right places for there we go for our questions okay Let's see here hello yes I will hi how are you welcome
0: I'm direct. great great
1: <laughs> may, may I please ask how do you pronounce your last name is it Yeski? no no you had it how do you... spot on Yeski. Yes, key. Okay, beautiful. All right, wonderful. Let's get into the interview so that the audience and listeners can get to know you better and also understand what it is you do. Now, what made you write the book?
0: So, the um, the book was really something that was a long time coming that I didn't see myself. Um, I know like 10, 10 plus years ago when we were leaving <laughs> Afghanistan, one of the... One of the guys, uh, Sergeant Robert Mussel, actually said, he kind of predicted it. And he was like, in about 10 years, guys, there's going to be a book with Yeski's name as the author. And I was like, no possible way. I am not writing about the stuff that happened here. This isn't going to happen. And lo and behold, here we are. Um, (laughs) But really, it was after. Yeah, no, it's been a journey for sure. It's been a journey for sure. Um, It was really in a response to another book um, that was also written, but um, some of the guys that had been there kind of expressed that they felt there needed to be a historical record. And I kind of, I reached out to the other author of this other book is Bravo Company by Ben Kessling is the other, the other book. And (laughs) He told me that, you know, he's like, your stories have a bunch of merit. You just, you have some, uh, you got to get some of your timelines and stuff right. But he said, I think you have something there. And he kind of spurred me on and encouraged me to write the book. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I I sat down and I put some stuff to paper. And really, I just kind of challenged myself by uh, submitting it out there for some manuscript um, considerations from different, military non-fiction uh, public like the publication group which was a uh, casemate was the one that picked it up but really really nice quality museum quality stuff but a good historical representation i think and so far what the feedback has been as well um the book just launched yesterday but i've i've been involved during the whole process with a lot of the guys and in touch with them and we've really put something out there that uh, we feel was a a really good non-fiction representation as well as putting it through the dod process and making sure that it was something that it was legitimized and uh that people could really see hey this stuff happened but from the ground level
1: yes yes wow um I really want to read it, but I, I don't think I was sent a copy. But I'll I'll get it for sure.
0: We had a little bit of a short five. notice on it. Yeah, I know, right? No Um Yeah, I can send you some excerpts okay. and stuff that that you can get into okay. right away. Okay, I I love that. Pretty because uh, my
1: husband's 13 year veteran. And, oh, uh, he, he would really love this Yes, yes. So I'd love to get it for him. Um, but anyway, okay, I got to stay on point here. We're, we're <laughs> here. Okay, because <laughs> I only have thirty minutes, or so we do. What I'm are some of your hobbies, or
0: uh,
1: were your hobbies, or what were your hobbies growing up?
0: Ah, uh, my hobbies growing up. I mean, one of the things, book like books were an escape for me you know so i mean i was an avid okay. book reader we would usually go down to the library once a week and, and pick those up but um a lot of the other stuff was you know we used to disappear into the woods you know i grew up in new england in a very small new england town and um me and my little brother would would go disappear out in the woods and spend the days kind of just uh, exploring and uh rock climbing and going through the forest and everything and i think that kind of translated over to sort of the love for the outdoors in the military as well
1: excellent and then how long did it take you to write the book
0: well this is a little wild um the initial manuscript so the first the first go through took me two weeks (laughs) okay and people are like two weeks like what but i mean it took another year to edit things out and whittle it down and get the other stories uh, in there and included um, and done correctly. But when you really have a story within you to tell, it just flows out of you. And if you can dedicate the time to put it down, and I also had an amazing support system from my wife to be able to do something like that and to say, Hey, like, look, take the two weeks and focus on it. Like, Get it done. It's important to have that support was phenomenal. And, you know, really, that's that's what made it happen between that and the guys and stuff that helped out later on down the road. um, Was uh, the support's been phenomenal during all of this.
1: Yes, that's wonderful. Then have you ever seen combat?
0: Oh, yes. And multiple times.
1: Hmm. And then uh, what was it like to face death every day
0: so that was something that you you couldn't dwell on it you know you there was that Mm -hmm. struggle in between there and then when you would have incident after incident go down and guy after guy hit a landmine you start to kind of question like well, who's next? Is it my time now? And you, you kind of have to put that aside and you go, I have a job to do. And that, that is my best bet in getting through this is not focusing and not zoning in on the negative, but like, hey, you have a job to do and you need to focus on that job and you need to have that discipline and really come to terms with the fact that you're already, in fact, dead. It's just a matter of time until oh. it catches up with you. So what are you going to do, you know, in the meantime, are you going to cower about it and be scared or are you going to put forth your, you know, your best efforts? And that is in whatever you really do.
1: Yes. Um, thank you very much. And then are there any funny stories you have about combat or war? <laughs> there's
0: there's a few. Yeah. Um, one in particular, uh, was we were out on a patrol and we were setting into a patrol base and we were going to be running small um really uh what they call skts uh out of this particular compound so it's small groups of four to six guys on patrol while you leave the other element back as a like an overwatch or a quick reaction force and as we were setting in um, one of the squad leaders had a bad case of dysentery, as would happen out there from time to time. And we come in, and his stomach is just going, and he's like, guys, I've really got to relieve myself. You know, he gave his stuff to the team leaders, and he goes over to this corner of the compound, and as his pants are around his ankles, <laughs> the enemy decides to throw a grenade over the wall. Oh. And... Oh, yeah. And thank God for a tree branch that was there because this grenade knocked off of this tree branch and kicked around the corner and exploded. And I'm watching him as this happens and I see him in this like screaming (laughs) fit as he's ripping his pants up, you know, and to pull on his gear and stuff going from that moment it was just the funniest thing to see um but then going into that full-on mad minute of combat to where um the guns we had a a gunner a machine gun and a graded ear on on the roof of the compound as well already up there providing security and uh so it was james staples and chris wiesner and James had to, he couldn't get the machine gun pointed down low enough Mm -hmm. to fire back effectively. So he ended up having to stand up on the roof as this gunfire is coming in so close to where he's getting hit with splinters and stuff from the trees. And he Mm -hmm. is firing back down into this orchard to where these guys are that had just thrown the grenade and they're firing back Mm -hmm. with AKs and the great Adir you know is kind of freaking out and he yells down to his team leader he's like are we are we shooting <laughs> and uh you know from the bottom samuel hammer screams back at him yeah freaking let him have it and he loads this 40 millimeter grenade in this uh grenade launcher and shoots it and he hadn't had any practice for a long time and everyone's adrenaline is high and this round goes so far wide Of everything within the conflict zone, but every—it's almost like everyone stopped shooting to watch this round. It just goes dead silent, and you see this grenade go flying over the entire zone and like into the Mm -hmm. backside of the village. And as soon as it detonates, the whole firefight just ramps right back up into into shooting each other. It was just the weirdest (laughs) and funniest. thing you know and then of course he got back on target and um you know started unloading the rest and and they went into the the full-on point of um assaulting you know that element that was uh that was that had just thrown the grenade and was firing at us but just the wildest things that you would see in these extreme instances yes
1: yes and then
0: thank you what was your
1: job in the military
0: So uh, my job at the time of the book was I was 11 Bravo, but a paratrooper. So I was a um, infantry paratrooper with the 82nd Airborne, specifically 4th Brigade Combat Team 2508 and part of Bravo Company 1st Platoon. I know it sounds like a mouthful, but the the people who were in (laughs) will understand. So we we essentially jumped out of planes and and went bump at night.
1: Wow. Okay. And then uh, what is your experience been transitioning out of the military into civilian life?
0: So that end, um, that really, that end was rough. And it kind of brings me to where I think I want my follow on project to be from this whole thing. And Mm -hmm. really taking going from that and then later on a lot of the training that I had done for special operations and stuff that a lot of that stuff doesn't translate into the civilian side how you would think Um, but you can use the discipline learned you know within uh, anything from your your corporate job or your management end of things or even to start a business so I mean really A lot of that knowledge is there, but it's getting the support and the frameworks to to make it work for you specifically, because everybody's instance is different.
1: Okay. And then once
0: this, oh, I'm sorry,
1: finished, I apologize.
0: Oh, no, I mean, well, we could segment into it more. I know, like, you probably have a little bit of a, um, you know, this list here, but I mean, we could just <laughs> go into the, I mean, really the fact that um, there's a lot of veterans out there. They don't use their GI Bill. Um, you yeah, know, and they leave they yeah. these benefits on the table, and it's not so much that, you know, it. A lot of them almost look down at college, or they think it's like a liberal end of things. But you can use it for more than just going to your traditional university. I know that's yeah. the route I went, but that was specifically because of the business end of what I'm trying to do. But there's so hmm. many more opportunities to where there's pilots and stuff and uh, people let so much go to the wayside so that Mm -hmm. they can really use to their advantage if they came from you know the military into the system and uh, it's really there they just it's knowing what's available to them and then kind of having that framework in, in getting through it and how to get through it you give somebody in the military a a framework or a path and you say, hey, this is how you do it. You just got to go through the steps. It's not easy, you know, but that's the that's the pathway. They'll usually uh, do it without an issue, you know. They You put a pathway in front mm-hmm. of them, they're very regimented and disciplined to do it. And that's what I've kind of found that's been able to lead me to some success in some of my areas, um, you know, that I'm currently dealing in. Yes, yes, yes.
1: What's the follow, up, excuse me, what's the follow on the book, Damn the Valley?
0: So really, and I, I don't think I could use the title anymore. And I know there was uh, an instance where I joked around with um, Marine veteran Dakota Meyer uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> to where uh, I wanted to name it The Way Forward. And of course he comes out with a, mm-hmm. with a book named The Way Forward himself a few years ago. But um, mm-hmm. I wrote it during college, but it had to do with my, Transition experience out of the military um, and talking about everything from some of the toxic command that I had there um, and navigating them to some of the hurdles that I faced within the VA Um, but I think ultimately I was able to put together something that worked really well for me and it's been beneficial uh, along the way to where guys reach out and talk to me on the regular hey I'm dealing with this or Hey, I'm going in for this. Or did you hear about this with the pact act and stuff? And it, it's been really rewarding to be able to have those answers and stuff. And I'm like, more people need to hear about this. So really it's something that I already have in framework of a book. I'd love to get it out there, but as well as that, but have additional guests within these specific business areas or these areas of expertise, maybe they're a creative or, you know, they, um, they deal with in marketing scope and, stuff and maybe put a uh put a show on if you will like almost like a youtube special um that has to do with that sort of thing as well and provide these things for those guys
1: okay thank you so very much william or will this has been a great interview and uh, what i <laughs> well, want to you. ask you you're welcome uh, and also, thank you so much for your service. I apologize. I meant to open saying that to you, but thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and also, thank you for writing this um, book. I'm pretty sure. I'm all positive. It's amazing.
0: Um,
1: but I did have one last question to ask you. What is your favorite coffee or hot beverage?
0: Oh, man. I cannot go wrong with either a flat white or like a hazelnut latte. Um, yes I love' them but i i if it's if it's that latte and I gotta have the extra shot in there yes. i'm uh I'm a hardcore coffee guy I love that that rich coffee taste
1: yes yes thank you so very <laughs> really much quite, um, and then
0: uh oh yes yes go ahead should we uh do you want to let the audience know where you can find this thing?
1: Absolutely. That's where I was going next. I, I usually just oh, ask, you know, like, uh, could you please? <laughs>
0: yeah, you I'm did it sorry. For me. i think the last
1: question. I was like, no, oh, no worries. I'm not going to be
0: able to say where you can get it.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Absolutely. I'm going to allow you to do that. So, uh, Will, uh, could you please let our audience know where they can find your book and also what your social media handles are?
0: Absolutely. the uh, The official. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry about that. I um, okay. <laughs> so there's a few different ways you can get it, and it, it, it's so wild, actually, to see this, because I know a week before the actual launch date, the the publisher was sold out on their site, and now bookshop.org is as well. But Amazon <laughs> currently still has copies. I think Barnes & Noble still has a few left. Um, okay. And you can also go to damnthevalleybook.com, for author signed copies and through that um, for every two author signed copies that are purchased I'm able to get a single book out to one of the guys that was actually there and in the book I'm trying to be able to get 150 of these things so I can send them out to the guys that are actually there and in these stories um, and give back to them in a little way but the uh, social media handles are um, we're on Facebook Instagram uh TikTok and YouTube on uh Damn the Valley Book on all of them, just at Damn the Valley Book.
1: Okay. And that concludes our interview with our amazing guest, William Yeske. Thank you so very much for being here. It's been really fun actually. And uh, <laughs>
0: and <laughs> thank you for having me. Seriously. It's been awesome.
1: Yes, yes this oh wonderful it's been a pleasure and bye for now Hi, hey, everyone he was uh that was uh, the wonderful wojevski again a combat veteran who served 11 years in the united states army okay so um the link to his official website is damn the valley book.com okay and actually i do want to read some more of his bio it was a little long and so i'm only provided so much space in the description um just like i'm only provided so many interviews per day because of my studio size and all that interesting technical stuff, right, for us podcasters. But damn the valley was a phrase that was regularly uttered by the men that spent any amount of time in the, I think it's called um, Argon- Ar- Argon- Argandong River Valley during the deployment of Two Fury to Afghanistan in 2009 through 2010. The valley was claimed has claimed bodies from the troops of Alexander the Great, the British Empire, and more recently, the Russian Army. Operating in the valley was like nothing the men could have envisioned. They called it the meat grinder. It was a deployment that the media didn't talk about, and the government does not acknowledge. Three of the company were Kia, I think it's uh, spelled rather K-I-A, like the car. More than a dozen suffered life-changing injuries, and half the company had purple hearts. Not many modern, not many modern, day deployments have a 52% casualty rate. At one point, the entire prosthetics ward at Walter Reed was full of the men. Who patrolled that deadly area of the world since their return many of the survivors have struggled to move on with their lives and the unit has been declared at at extraordinary risk by the department of veteran affairs no one who entered that region was left unscathed this book shares a perspective of the men that were in on the ground for that deployment during the fighting season of 2010 okay so please everyone pick up williams book uh war stories okay and um i thank you again well for being here i'm so happy you're here um to share your stories and um i wish you all the best and i will definitely uh, get, get your book uh, one way or the other, <laughs> and then I can read it and pass it on. Um, I would give to my father, but he's struggling with dementia. He too is a veteran. Thank and so at any rate, um, again, it has been a pleasure having Will on, um, um, on my podcast. And I did want to read that, um, excerpt here that was, uh, did I do his entire biography here? No, I didn't. Okay, I apologize. That part was about the book. Okay? So before I go, because I have a little time, I have four minutes left, 30. Okay, William Yusky, I read the first part, of it, okay, and you also can find it in our description. When you go to coffeechatwithcamille.com, the description will be there, and I believe along with the link, so you all can pick up this book, okay? And um, at any rate, let me finish the rest of it, because I think I only went to Veteran. Okay, so I'll tell you also, Leslie, what he's currently doing. He's currently attending Columbia Business School. While running current business projects, creating new possibilities for future endeavors, and parenting his two children with his wife, who is also a United States military veteran. Thank you both for your service. Okay, so this will conclude our show. Again, you can find a copy of this show at coffeechatwithcaniel.com. I do plan on releasing it between today and Friday, but I'm going to try to get it out today. All right, so everyone can listen to it. And you can always go on our podcast. We you can hear us on almost any streaming platform. Okay, I have Apple, Spotify, uh, uh, iHeart, <laughs> um, so many. Uh, we have thanks to you, listeners. We have moved up to one of uh, the fifty. I think it's fifty or a hundred. Yeah, we're one of the like, like 100, top 100 uh, podcasts now. Okay. So we're number 45 and you know, I would like to get a little higher, but I'm thankful for all of you wonderful listeners and also for the amazing guests that we had on like today that um, really build up the platform and build up the um, podcast itself because my goal, my primary goal is to bring you guests that will inspire. Okay inspiration we have a lot of people doing wonderful things here in the United States of America I get kind of bombarded by sweet we rather I I do too get bombarded by a lot of negativity but at the end of the day all I can say is there are a lot of magnificent Americans okay and we listen to one today always remember that hug your loved ones tell how much you love them every day and thank you for listening to Coffee Chat with Camille.com. Oops, Coffee Chat with Camille show. <laughs> All right, talk to everyone Oh, probably in an hour. I have more guests. I have three more guests coming up today. All right, thank you so much for listening. Bye, everybody.